and we are back with another story time. And one, I must admit, that I'm extremely excited to tell. Because I'm not sure how many times I've actually told this story to anyone out loud. Other than my family, of course. They've heard all my stories. And they've grown probably tired of them to a certain extent. But, nevertheless, here we go. Story time. And this one is titled, I Don't think so. Now to bring you up to speed, my wife and I ran a nonprofit for several years and we, you know, had vehicles for this program that transported students all over the place. These vehicles, of course, were donated to us by generous people. And over time, the vehicles become older and I was in charge of maintaining those. Seeing as we were a nonprofit, we tried to save money um, in several areas. <laughs> and one of the areas that I attempted to save money in was the battery department for these two Suburbans that we had. Now, we hit a point where leaders would be taking students out and they would kind of just check out the vehicles and they would of course call me when a problem arose. They would call me and say, Phil, you know, Suburban's really dirty. Something's up. Or my favorite, Phil, I got into the Suburban. The lights didn't come on. I turned the key and nothing happened. Now, I would arrive on the scene and assess the problem. And when I needed to replace the battery, I traveled to our local Walmart and bought a battery and put it in the Suburban. Pretty soon the other Suburban needed a battery and I did the same exact thing. This story that I wanna tell you is about those batteries. And it comes along at a point in time when I had purchased within one year four batteries for one Suburban in particular, about every two months the battery would go out and battery number four had just died. And my parents are in town. So I was hanging out with my parents and I get a phone call from a leader basically saying what I just told you. And... I'm really in no mood to step away from what I'm experiencing with my parents because they've come to town to visit to deal with this problem. I really don't want to step away, but I do. And of course, I invite my father, who's always up for this kind of an adventure, right? So we go over, we find the Suburban. Sure enough, the lights won't come on. The battery's having issues. So I lift up that hood and I put the battery back in my car to take it back to Walmart. On the way, we swing by home and I grab four receipts that date back two months, two more months, two more months, two more months. So we've got like eight months, four batteries, and I've got the documentation to prove it. So I'm thinking this is pretty awesome, of course. I'm still not in the best of moods though. We pull up to Walmart, we come in, 
and there's a gentleman behind the customer service counter and I lift up the battery, set it down on the desk and I basically say, hey, here's my issue. Here's my story. Here's what's going on. And I lay out the four receipts and I tell him everything that's going on. And I look at him and I say, you know, I would just love to have a refund at this point in time. I would love to have a refund for this battery, this particular battery here. He looks at me and he says, well, why don't you try? Maybe, maybe it's the level of battery. Maybe you should go back and you should get our top of the line battery because it is a Suburban after all, you know, big vehicle. Um, maybe you should try that. And I look at him and I hold up the receipt and I point to the type of battery that I have because I have purchased four times the top of the line battery that they have, that they offer, that they make available to us. And then he kind of looks at me and says, oh, well, I can't refund your money. You know, I can't give you a refund, but what I can do is exchange the battery for another one. And that is not what I wanted to hear. So I launch into this story that I create on the spot, right? I look at him and I say, you know what? If I had come in here and bought a shirt because I liked the style, I liked the color, and I took it home and I washed it and the sleeve fell off. And I was like, oh man. So I bring it back. And of course, I would gladly exchange that shirt and say, that was a fluke. That was crazy. Whatever. I love the shirt. I get a new one. I take it home. I wear it. I love it to death. I wash it. The sleeve comes off again. That second time, I'm probably thinking, oh my gosh, this is really weird, but I'm still kind of hoping. Bring it back in, exchange it, take it home. Sleeve falls off again for the third time. Now I'm more than aware. Now I'm just kind of frustrated and upset. I've made several trips to the store, you know, this has kind of become an inconvenience on my life. Things are happening. This is more negative than it is positive for sure. If I would even get to the fourth time, certainly there won't be a fifth, right? So I tell him this whole story and he's looking at me, you know, shaking his head, <laughs> nodding and uh, tracking with me. And after I finish the story, I just look at him and he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I can't give you a refund. I said, what about store credit? Give me store credit. Just don't make, I don't want another battery. I don't want to spend my money on another battery, right? Like I would rather get store credit and be able to spend it on something else. And he said, he can't do store credit. He can't give me a refund. What he could do though, is exchange the battery for another, another, another one, another one, another one. I look at him and I simply say, I don't think so. And my dad's like, what? What, Philip? What are you doing? Because my parents, they call me Philip, not Phil, right? Philip, what are you doing? He says he'll exchange the battery. You could get another battery. And I look at my dad and I'm like, Dad, I don't want another battery. I don't want to be back here in two months. In two months' time, I don't want to have another leader call me, tell me the battery's dead, have to take the battery out, bring the battery here, get another battery, and put it back in the vehicle. He said, well, you don't even have to use it. You could give it to someone else. And I said, I am not going to wish that bad luck upon anyone else. I don't want to give a faulty battery away to one of my friends who then will no longer be my friend, right? <laughs> like, I don't want to do that. And so 
the man looks at me and says, are you sure? Do you not want a battery? And I said, I don't think so. This stops now. This ends here, right? And so I gladly ask him, can you dispose of this old battery? He says, yes, I put it, I leave it there on the counter for him. And I walk out of the store and I drive across the road to a store called Napa Auto Parts. And I purchase a battery over there. Now, I'm telling you that story simply because I do believe full-heartedly that there are toxic patterns in life that we need to be more aware of. I believe there are toxic people. I believe there are toxic places of work, toxic jobs probably, based on your DNA. There are patterns that become evident And what needs to happen sometimes is we need to be able to say with strength and confidence, I don't think so. We need to be able to step in and step up and just own that this is not a positive pattern for our lives. Right? Right? We need to be able to do that because sometimes it is bringing us down. It's a negative pattern, a negative experience that is robbing us of life and growth and forward momentum. So I'm telling you that story because it's possible in your life right now. It could be a person. It could be an experience. It could be a place. It could be so many things. But I want to encourage you. I want to give you the permission and to empower you to use the phrase, I don't think so. And to say, you know what? This pattern ends now. This cycle, it stops here. No more moving forward. All right. So that's the latest, greatest story time titled, I Don't Think So. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you're excited for the next story time. Take care.